0: Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. morning, folks. How are you doing this afternoon? So one of the things you know that I am trying to do here recently is every day or so, I'm trying to look into other larger YouTube channels. I'm trying to to understand what other channels are talking about, trying to see what I can take from their channel, what I can do to improve what is going on here. And to do that, I'm going to go ahead and watch different videos and give you my reaction. Today's video comes from a channel uh, that is called This Is John Williams. Uh, He did a a video on why real estate investors are leaving New York City and Los Angeles. Uh, This really broke down to eight factors. He went from eight to one. I'm going to review each of those, sort of give you my thoughts. And then also include some others that I thought were either buried in his video, or maybe, uh, maybe weren't discussed at all. Uh, in the end, uh, John Williams, or again, this is John Williams' channel, uh, just under 30,000 subscribers. Uh, he's doing a lot of great work. And uh, John, if you ever watched this, uh, I liked your video and, and what you had to say. Uh, let's get started. So again, remember the title, Why Investors, Investors Are Leaving New York and Los Angeles. Number eight, affordability. Now, affordability is is actually a metric that I have been tracking for a long time. It is a big part of this book right there, right? One rental at a time. Uh, But it's more of an owner-occupant variable because again, affordability is, the affordability index is, what can the average person buy uh, in that city, right? Based on average income, average price. So I would say affordability is a critical element It is one of the exact reasons why New York, LA, San Francisco, Seattle are in trouble. Uh, But as far as investors go, I'm not sure I would call affordability one, but it is absolutely one of the reasons that owner-occupants are leaving. It's flat out unaffordable. Uh, If you talk talk about unaffordable from the standpoint of, I can get a $4,200 two-bedroom, one-bath in Manhattan... Or a $1,000 mortgage payment somewhere else or a three-bedroom, two-bath. If that's what you mean by affordable, absolutely right. Uh, I just get a little sketchy with that term affordability because it is a key metric of something that I track. And affordability, if you haven't read my book, is the number one reason I was able to get out at the top of the market in 06 and protect our net worth uh, by moving into apartments. If you haven't read the story, probably worth reading because... Affordability will become an important thing here in a couple of years, is my opinion. Uh, Number seven, rent control. Uh, Rent control is a big deal, uh, and he is absolutely right. Rent control, he goes through lots of examples, essentially benefits a few. Uh, If you are one of the early entrants or tenants into a rent controlled building, uh, and rents are going up faster than is legally allowable, you are a winner. But when you look at the overall market, I think it's fair to say that rent control is a net negative. It takes inventory off the market. It disincentivizes uh, fair and correct maintenance as landlords have to grind to break even. Um, New new entrants, new tenants to the market uh, are left to pick from less and less supply and thus have to crammed together it's, it's one of the reasons why if you consider affordability or quality of life uh, i think it ties right in with rent control and uh, there's a reason why a lot of the major cities have rent control and are just flat out unaffordable right the history is not kind to cities that have rent control and this next decade is going to be proof positive of that number six policy uh John Williams goes through an example that he just went through where he had to spend $20,000 to get an eviction done in eight months. You know, I've been doing this 20 years. I've had thousands of tenants and I think I've had one tenant play the legal game and get six months of free rent. Uh, I don't know. It sounded like in his description if you watch the video that he actually had to pay the tenant because he talked about her representation getting a piece of the settlement so it sounded like he lost and had to pay something and thus their her or their lawyer got a piece that's what it sounded like not sure could be totally wrong but that's what i heard there and again i'm not sure where john williams invest it wasn't in that video and again i've watched only one of his videos But it sounds like he might be in New York or Chicago or one of these markets uh, that are tenant friendly. The fact that the tenant had legal representation tells me he might be in New York. He actually might be in New York. Number five, crime. Crime is on the uptick Um, in New York, in L.A., in San Francisco. Not the petty crime, you know, stealing a $10 sandwich to eat, but Breaking into cars, break-ins, uh, muggings, uh, crime, crime's going to go up in the big cities. Um, you know, he talked about the metro line, which again makes me think he's in New York. And again, I don't know that for sure, just a guess based on his, his uh, discussion. But yeah, crime is going to be a problem. Crime is going to disincentivize tenants and owners to be there. And if you can, you're going to want to leave. So that's something that New York, L.A., San Francisco really have to watch. If they, if they allow petty crime to go unpunished and, and it just goes and goes, if, if, if you have an option, you're going to take your family out. And that's actually what I think is going to be the second wave. I think a lot of people maybe had a knee-jerk reaction and left quickly. Uh, but what I think is going to cause the second and bigger wave is crime. I think if crime gets out of control, crime goes up in the winter, we could see a bigger and bigger portion of the quote wealthy or rich or (coughs) well-off leave the big cities, uh, leaving them in, in pretty bad position. Number four, no more jobs. And He talked about office buildings and and the like. So those jobs are still there. So that's kind of of not here or there. But I guess what he was really referring to is you no longer have to come to the city to be in an office. And thus, if you're not coming to the office, you don't have to go get your coffee or your lunch or stick around to go to a Broadway show, all of those things. So all of that extra, I don't know, consumerism, Is not happening in the city so less employees at restaurants less employees at malls less employees kind of just that lower you know that hourly um service jobs are not needed and um you know he's right i i think i think the cities have seen their peak in employment for a while and um that's actually why another reason why i think the suburbs are going to do well because i think we're going to have investments in the suburbs maybe it's small Uh, You know, spaces or offices because eventually it becomes too crowded to work in your home. Maybe you'll go to an office down the street or something. So pretty interesting. Number three, again, this is from John Williams, real estate investors leaving New York City and LA is education. This is again, why I think he's in New York because he's talking about a lot of the rich were sending their kids to private schools because again, the public schools, his words, not mine are worse. Um, I'm a public school educated kid. So Whatever, we'll take it for what it's worth. Uh, But he's right. I mean, if you have left the city during the summer and your school or your private school is going to do remote work, A, why do you pay the tuition? B, the suburb schools might be better. Don't know, but maybe. That's certainly John's opinion. And C, if you got to homeschool them anyway, you know, homeschool them in your second home. Uh, So, yeah, there's going to be less, you know, People aren't rushing back just to send their kids to school, so I think he's right there. Uh, number two, land, privacy, and taxes. Um, land is the big one. If you've been watching my channel for any length of the time, I have a saying called, space is good. I think that is the big game changer. I think that is the big game changer that might be a fundamental change for the next decade. It's possible we get a cure or whatever and, and we just... Forget it ever happened I just don't think so I think land is You know Space is good Whether it's a A den for your Zoom calls A backyard for your Kids swing set Whatever it is uh, Privacy Again absolutely No longer living in a shoebox Where you can hear Your, your neighbors cough um, And then taxes Yeah the big cities man They're already Taxed up the wazoo They already have special taxes And oh, They're gonna come for you in the very near future. Um, They're going to try to raise taxes on the rich and the wealthy. That ain't going to work because they're going to leave. And uh, the middle class, get ready to get smacked in those big cities. It's not going to be fun. Uh, And then number one for him is fear of the unknown. Yeah, I guess, you know, there's something in there. I don't know that I would have called that number one. I understand why he did and he built up to that big reveal. Uh, There's certainly a lot of risks in the big cities um and not only do we have kind of you know huge range of risk but we also have duration risk i think the duration risk is even more telling which really wasn't a a discussion right we know that we're going to have some short-term spikes right in vacancies and all of that but i think we have a duration risk which is the great unknown that really can blow up a, a spreadsheet when you're making investments so that was john williams eight uh, i did jot down a few of my own again under the lens of investor right and in, why are investors leaving new york and la the first one is and i'm shocked it wasn't covered is it's a better return i mean i'm an investor that's all i look for right so the number one reason i wouldn't invest in la or new york is i get a better return somewhere else seems logical um but yeah, your your returns, not only your cash on cash return, but your kind of upside is far better in the suburbs than New York or L.A. today. That's really what I had as number two, is your upside is better. Uh, I think I think New York and L.A., again, to use his two cities, the downside risk is really big and the duration risk, as we just talked about, um, is bigger in the city and the upside is better in suburbs. So it's really an easy calculation. Um I do think we have uh, supply and demand imbalances. Um, you know, we are seeing more and more supply in these big cities as people leave. Vacancies have never been higher in New York. Vacancies have never been higher in San Francisco. I don't know about LA, but assume the same thing. In uh, demand, demand is more in the suburbs. Uh, at the end of the day, real estate sometimes just boils down to supply and demand. And right now we are seeing a fundamental shift to space is good, hence land in his number two, and that's an investable trend. I think, I think we are seeing the urban flight, and I think it's investable for at least the next twelve to eighteen months. Um, and then the last thing I think why investors are leaving LA and New York is they want to get out ahead of it. You don't want to be the last investor in New York or LA because rents are going to go down, cap rates are going to go up your taxes are gonna go up, your services are gonna go down, crime is gonna go up, so get out. Right? You don't wanna be last. Um, you know, Sometimes if you're in a movie theater and somebody yells fire, it's better to be the first one out than the last one out. And I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of investors are doing. They're like, hey, too big a risk, the duration is unknown, I'm out. I'm gonna take my equity, I'm gonna 1031 into something else, and I'm going to the suburbs. So at the end of the day, I really enjoyed uh, the, uh, this is John Williams. Uh, his channel again is under 30,000 subscribers. Go check him out. Uh, again, I've only watched this one video, but I thought his control of the subject was pretty good. Uh, I liked his eight through one. Uh, I did think he was missing a couple, but you know, you can't get them all. Uh, so again, John, if you ever see this, congratulations on your success. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Take care.